Minnesota Tim podcast, and on this podcast, I am going to share with you mind-blowing statistics in the Vikings' two wins versus the Carolina Panthers and Chicago Bears. But first, check out Hoakland Farm. Hoakland Farm has rotationally grazed 100% grass-fed Hereford beef. They have beef that's sold in quarters and halves, and they also have custom sample packs so you can try before you buy. Contact Jared at 952-491-1541 to get beef that has no medications or antibiotics, and you can also come for a visit, so contact Jared if you're interested in knowing where your beef comes from. 20% off your first order if you tell Jared you heard about him on the Minnesota Tim podcast. It's beef season, so contact Jared today at 952-491-1541. You can check out his Facebook page at facebook.com backslash Hoakland Farm, and you can email him, hoaklandfarm2012 at gmail.com. Get your beef today. It's beef season. Okay, so the Minnesota Vikings move to 2-4 and four on the season with San Francisco coming up next week on Monday Night Football. That's the final game before the bye week. And I was actually watching the Minnesota Vikings game from the Gophers Volleyball Arena. And the Gophers somehow escaped with a narrow victory over an awful Northwestern volleyball team. Don't even get me started on the Gophers volleyball team this year. And I'm being serious on this. So I was watching the Vikings game from the Gophers volleyball game. And I was watching the first half and the Vikings did not look good offensively. They looked spectacular defensively. But again, this kind of goes back to the Carolina Panthers game. The Bears offense sucks. The Panthers offense sucks. So even though the Bears offense had been rolling as of late, you know, they had that inspirational performance against the Commanders. They won for Dick Butkus. They scored, what, 28 points against the Denver Broncos and a narrow loss against them. Even though they had been rolling, Justin Fields is not their franchise quarterback. And thank the Lord. Let's let's take a moment to thank the Lord here because me, along with thousands of other Minnesota Vikings fans, wanted the Vikings to trade up and grab Justin Fields. And apparently they were trying to. And the Bears snuck in right before the Vikings and grabbed Justin Fields. Now there's... You know, something to be said about what kind of situation that you're in, what kind of organization you're going into. But the Minnesota Vikings don't have a history of developing a franchise quarterback either. But Justin Fields, if the Chicago Bears do not move off of him after this season and snag Caleb Williams with the first or second overall pick, because they have the top two picks right now, they're making a massive mistake as an organization. They already passed up on Patrick Mahomes for Mitch Trubisky several years ago. And if they don't snag Caleb Williams, what in the world are the Chicago Bears doing? Because they have the Carolina Panthers number one overall pick after the Bryce Young trade. So anyway, the Minnesota Vikings, they defeated the Bears 19-13. to And here's an interesting statistic. I mean, this is an interesting, this is mind-blowing 
in the two Vikings victories against the Chicago Bears, Kirk Cousins went 21 for 31, 181 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. His QBR was 42.4, and his passer rating was 93.6. Against the Carolina Panthers, Kirk Cousins was 12 for 19, 139 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. So what do these statistics tell me? Because both Vikings victories, Kirk Cousins has put up similar statistics, and they've been his worst offensive statistics of the season. And against the Eagles, he threw for 300, almost 400 yards. Against the Chargers, he might have thrown for 400 yards. I mean, well, that was Justin Herbert. Uh, against the Buccaneers, I think he threw for over 300 yards. It's just like, in all of these losses, Kirk Cousins has had spectacular performances. And in these victories, he's hardly thrown for Well, against the Panthers, he didn't even throw for 150. And against the Bears, he didn't throw for 190. So what is going on with Kirk and these wins throwing for barely any yardage? Well, it's the benefit of playing a terrible team. It's not a coincidence that the two Vikings victories are against the two worst teams in the National Football League. The Carolina Panthers are 0-6, and the Chicago Bears are 1-5. And this home field advantage for the Chicago Bears doesn't exist right now. They're 0-3 at home. The Minnesota Vikings defeating the Chicago Bears on the road at Soldier Field isn't special this season like it was in seasons past. Because the Chicago Bears ain't any good. I mean, you look at last season for the Vikings. The season they went 13-4. and Kevin O'Connell's rookie season as head coach could have been nominated for coach of the year. The Vikings went into Chicago and won 29-13 in the final week of the season. So this is back-to-back seasons where the Vikings went into Soldier Field and won. And let's even go back to 2021. This is now three straight years the Vikings went into Soldier Field and won. On Monday night at Chicago, 2021, the Vikings won 17-9. You know, and just for the heck of it, let's go down to 2020 because... That's three straight years. 2020, the Vikings won again. 19 to 13. The exact same score as it was on Sunday. So four straight years. I'm just like going blind, man. This is this is insane. Because how many times, and I mean rightfully so, because in the past the Vikings always struggled going into Soldier Field and winning. But Okay, 2019, they lost 16-6. to But they won in 2020, 2021, 2022, and now 2023. Four, so four straight years, they have gone into Soldier Field and won. 
The Vikings have no issues winning at Soldier Field anymore. The Chicago Bears stink. They need a case of Old Spice Timber style because they stink. Antiperspirant and deodorant, the combination. But a couple of takeaways from the Vikings win. And this isn't going to shock anybody. But the Minnesota Vikings desperately need Justin Jefferson. Last week I came with an opinion because I was curious just how valuable Justin Jefferson was going to be to the Minnesota Vikings winning. Because as valuable as Justin Jefferson is, and he's the best wide receiver in the NFL, it's either him or Tyreek Hill. Pick your guy. Doesn't matter. The Vikings were still favored to go into Chicago and win. So that right there told me and made me wonder just how valuable Justin Jefferson is to the Minnesota Vikings because we can all agree that he's the best wide receiver in football. But just because you're the best wide receiver in football doesn't necessarily make you the most valuable player on the field. Randy Moss got traded to the, to the Raiders as one of the best wide receivers in, the, in football. And he was a complete bust for the Raiders because Kerry Collins was their starting quarterback. He couldn't do anything. He's got a couple touchdowns, but he wasn't the Randy Moss with the New England Patriots or the Randy Moss with the Minnesota Vikings because he had no quarterback. And Justin Jefferson... You know, he's going trying to break records before his injury happened. The Vikings scored 19 points, only 12 points offensively because seven of those were a Minnesota Vikings defensive touchdown. But the Vikings desperately need him. And maybe they'll somehow surprise the world and defeat this San Francisco 49ers at home at U.S. Bank Stadium. 49ers, they lost a couple of guys to injury. So it could happen, but it's a Monday night football game. Everyone knows Kirk Cousins' record in national football games on Sunday or Monday or Thursday night football. But if you're Justin Jefferson and you're watching that football game, you're grinning from ear to ear because you saw just how awful the Vikings' offense performed. You saw how limited they were on the outside. Jordan Addison has been spectacular this year, and he only had three catches for 28 yards, but he's got four touchdowns in six games. K.J. Osborne, four catches, 48 yards. C.J. Hawkinson, six catches, 50 yards. The Minnesota Vikings can't run the football very well. 18 carries for 44 yards. Alexander Madison... But they snuck by the Chicago Bears and they snuck by the Carolina Panthers. I've got one more delicious take to deliver on this game. But first, I want you to check out Snap Fitness of Mayor. Snap Fitness of Mayor has fitness options for all levels and ages. They have personal and group training. And they also have free enrollment if you tell them you heard about them on the Minnesota Tim podcast. Call Snap Fitness of Mayor today at 952 
1354. That's 952 247 1354. You can email them at mayor, mn, at snapfitness.com. And you can check out their website at snapfitness.com backslash mayor, Minnesota. Again, free enrollment if you tell them you heard about them on the Minnesota Tim podcast. Get in shape today. Don't wait for the new year. Okay, what my one more tasty take in my reaction to the Vikings-Bears game. I was surprised by the Vikings fan base reaction, or at least the guys I follow on Twitter, because I saw a lot of jaw-dropping, surprised at how bad the Minnesota Vikings team is kind of takes. Like, have you not watched the first five games of the season? Sure, they've lost all one-score games. But have you not seen just how bad they've been holding on to the football? Have you seen how bad the Minnesota Vikings defense is when they face a legitimate offense? Beating up on Justin Fields and beating up on Bryce Young aren't like these magnificent performances. Sure, they played great against both teams. They scored defensive touchdowns against the Panthers and Bears, but eventually you've got to look at just how bad the competition is. This Vikings defense are beating up on bad teams. But the Eagles ran the ball right down our throats. The Chargers, they threw for over 400 yards. Keenan Allen had like 220 receiving yards in that game. The Minnesota Vikings beat up on bad offenses. I remember after the Carolina Panthers game, everyone was just like aroused by Harrison Smith and what he did in that game. Three sacks. Forced fumble, making plays everywhere. He did it against the Carolina Panthers, and they're 0-6. Get back to me when he does it against the San Francisco 49ers or the Detroit Lions. Josh Metellus made a spectacular play, forcing the rookie quarterback from the Chicago Bears to fumble, and Jordan Hicks picked it up, ran it for a touchdown. Again, get back to me when they do that against the San Francisco 49ers, a legitimate football team. There's a reason why the Panthers and Bears are slotted number one and number two in the NFL draft if it started right now. And the Bears would have both of those picks. They suck. The Vikings survived against the Panthers who were marching down the field and then they had like a holding penalty which cost them the game. And Bryce Young also missed Adam Thielen wide open in the end zone. And they survived against the Tyson Bagant Chicago Bears marching down the field. He made a bad throw and he made a play. Byron Murphy made a play and that ended the game. But it's not like the Vikings are going into these places and just demolishing them. They're 2-4. and four. The Lions are 5-1. and one. And I cannot believe just how many Vikings fans were surprised by the Vikings' ability to finish off opponents. Because they have not won. You want a tasty stat for you? 
Here's the tasty stat. The Minnesota Vikings have not won by two scores since 2019. You know, last year they had all these one-score games, one-score victories. They were 11-0 in one-score games. The Vikings have not won a two-score football game since 2019, December 15th, a 39-10 win at the Chargers. I don't know who you blame that on. I'd have to think about it more. But some of it's got to go on Kirk Cousins. I mean, who cares if you win by one or two scores as long as you win the game. But this shows you just how bad the Vikings are at finishing off opponents. It's been four years since they've won by nine or more points. (laughs) I mean, what are the chances of that happening? I've got a better chance at being the president of the United States than the Minnesota Vikings do of pulling this off, and they pulled it off. Unreal. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Please rate, review, tell your friends, share this episode if you would. Everyone have a great day. Thank you for making this episode and this podcast a part of your day.